Hello, welcome to St. Francis Catholic Chat. This is Julia. And this is Father Casey. I don't know if we have any small talk this time because we're just recording <laughs> right after the last one. I, I'm just proud of myself for getting the beginnings right. You, you're much better on the beginnings. It's because I think about it right before every single time. Really? Yeah, just, I have it's to. It's not natural yet? No, not at all. Just, um, I'm like, what the heck was it? I always, I always. So I am, uh, I was traveling a little bit today, driving back from Massachusetts, and I stopped and I had coffee and Sour Patch Kids, and I had a lot of Sour Patch Kids, and I am a little jittery right now. Because you had too many, too much caffeine, too much sugar? Yeah, I don't think it's a good combo. I'm not feeling so great. So let's see how I'm this, sorry. let's see how this <laughs> one stinks. goes. I'm not really sure what's going to happen right now. My brain is, um, in a little hyperdrive. I, w- I hope it's good enough to talk about fraternal correction. Ooh, a great topic. <laughs> All right. It is a good topic. So good, Juliet. Uh, fraternal correction, following off of our last topic, which was about creating a positive environment. Isn't fraternal correction kind of against that positive environment? Like, what? no one likes being corrected. I think people, I, I don't know, me personally, I'd rather be corrected than give the correcting. Yeah, usually correcting is worse for the person saying it than the person receiving it is general. Like when we have to correct our friends, we normally feel worse about it than the person who's being corrected. Uh, sometimes. I mean, sometimes the person who's being corrected just turns into a jerk. But um, but that would make me feel even isn't, worse but probably. Isn't that, isn't that like, but we were just talking about having this cheerful, positive, optimistic, upbuilding society environment uh, with yeah. friends. And isn't this completely contrary to that? Haven't we just like totally abandoned what we just talked about in the last podcast? No. So I think fraternal correction is different than critiquing people. Where fraternal correction is a very charitable thing to do in general since you are, it's not like constant. Fraternal correction shouldn't be like, oh, every single day I'm seeing what you're doing wrong and telling you what it is. But rather, especially in the nature of doing it, you shouldn't be probably, you like it shouldn't be done in, like, in a group setting. Right, so we'll get into the specifics in a second. Um, right. But that, uh, we talked about nagging last time a bit, and right, so nagging is where it's constantly like, I'm just going to keep bringing up every little thing you do wrong and pointing it out to you. And um, correction, fraternal or just friendly correction, is is different than that. It's a different type of thing where it's very intentional and it actually falls under the virtue of charity, right? So that in charity, I, I care about your good and I'm pursuing your good. And so even though this is a difficult thing, I'm going to tell you something that is about you that's not for your good. And sometimes you already know, sometimes you you know you don't and it's a surprise, but sometimes we have to offer those, those corrections. It, it's... Similar to in the in just the purely secular sphere, it's a bit of constructive criticism, right? I'm actually criticizing what something you do, but it's constructively. It's not just like this was terrible, right? No, like okay, here's how this could be a little bit better. Here's this or that constructive criticism. But when it gets elevated in a supernatural way, then it becomes fraternal correction because now I'm doing it to to my brother or sister in Christ. Now now it's out of concern for it's a family matter. And therefore, I want to help build up the family. Yes, totally. Especially since fraternal correction can, I think it can build greater trust too, since you are essentially like, hey, look, I'm having this hard conversation with you, but I I think I trust that you'll take it well. And even if you don't, I care enough about you where I'm going to say it anyway. 
Yep. We need to um to be confident enough in our relationship that we can offer that we can say these tough things that we can um, because because the relationship's worth it, right? And so it usually correction um, doesn't occur like day one of a of a new friendship. Is your phone ringing? Nice. Yeah, my mom's calling. Your mom's me. calling. Wonderful. Do we want to pause and say hi to her? Probably. Probably. No. Can't. I don't. Gonna... I don't know how to do that. I don't think we have the capability of pausing. No. I just told her I'll call her later. That's nice. Um, I'll tell her what I was doing. She'll be. She'll I mean, you could like talk to her while podcasting. I think that'd be because then you go like super Polish. I would talk super Polish. It would not be, be in English. It would be impressive to you know many people that maybe don't hear know how fully bilingual you are. Oh, I'm not fully bilingual at all. I'm I I can get away with it. Like people that don't know Polish will understand that I'm speaking a different language, but I go into English so often. Really? Yes. When I speak Polish, I do the I back and forth. I think you're fully bilingual, aren't you? You don't know? No. Ask Kasha. She is. She, Kasha is better at Polish than me. Kasha's one of my friends. She's well, also just because she's better doesn't mean that you're not fully bilingual, right? I don't know. We weren't planning on talking about this today. No, I, well, I wasn't planning on my mom calling me during the podcast. So <laughs> I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm. I you're fluent in Polish. Wouldn't you be considered? I wouldn't fluent? consider myself. I would consider myself proficient, not fluent. Okay. I can't write very well either. I have to like, you know, I just use Siri and I speak Polish to Siri and she'll just write it for me. Right, but you're able to speak Polish to Siri and it's correct Polish. I can't you are, You're speak, proficient. Okay. I would call it, consider myself proficient, but I want to take that bilingual test. So I'm both. Legally? Like so legally, legally bilingual. bilingual. But maybe I don't want that responsibility. Maybe you should read, study a little bit of Polish before doing it. Oh, I would like have to. Because it a good to. year since you finished Polish, right? It's been a, yeah, I took, I took four semesters of Polish. So. And you grew up speaking it. I did grow up speaking it, so it was it was helpful. But like semester end of semester two and the last three and four, oh, they, they were tough. They were tough classes. Dobrze, back to correction. Dobrze, yeah. <laughs> dobrze, do, dobrze, back to dobrze. Anyway, uh, <laughs> good. So yeah, it's trusting that the relationship is solid enough and worthwhile enough to to keep um, and to to risk. Um, Offering some good corrections. So, Julia, then what are some practicals that we should consider whenever um, whenever it is necessary to offer a, a correction to a friend? Correction shouldn't be like something that, like a, a good reminder, maybe tip for people that ha- would be in a situation where you have to offer correction um, should never be in like a group setting since that is not, that's also not charitable to kind of like call someone out. Um, in when you're in a big group of people and so that's where it becomes intentional also where you're like okay i'm going to wait till i'm with them or ask them even to talk to them privately right now so that i can tell them this correction all right so we don't yeah so we don't criticize someone in a group setting that we don't because the goal is not to embarrass them the goal is always change in action right uh so it's it's repentance if it's necessary for a person's salvation and change in action and Change in action usually doesn't happen when we embarrass someone. Uh, that just gets people to dig in their heels. So if I'm just going to try to embarrass you, that um, that doesn't for that that's not charitable. Like embarrassing someone isn't charitable. So yeah, we want to ask the person if we could talk to them. You know, talk to them in private. And sometimes I say no, just say whatever you have to say here. I say no, I really prefer to talk to you. Like you know, you gotta you gotta like no. What is it? It's like. Yeah, no, it'd be better. And then you just say, it'd be better. It'd be better later. It could wait, right? 
But speak of waiting, what's the other thing? That's another practical point. So when when you have to offer this correction to your friend, um, not waiting a very long time between like when it happened or whatever it is, or when it was brought up maybe, um, to when you offer correction. Because if you wait like a month or two, now they're like, okay, what are you talking about? They might not even remember. Or it's now kind of... It's just an awkward situation to bring it up late, like right. so much you wanna, later. You want to do it as soon as possible, right? You want to do it as soon as possible while it's still fresh so that you can just say, um, like, you can really, um, it, it's on everyone's minds. Like, we haven't kind of moved past. It's not there. Like, no, let's, let's just bring this up as, as soon as possible after the fact. Maybe not immediately, not like in the in the moment, right? That's not helpful. Someone says something foolish, like, you you wait. You know, you you don't you talk to them the next morning, right? You don't you don't talk to them right there, right then and there. Pull you aside, correction, right here. Because like, no, no. people will obviously can notice that too. Maybe if you're in a group setting and you just kind of pull someone out, right? Unless they're being a total jerk and they don't even realize it, or you just need to ask them to go home, right? If you're hosting an event, that's a different situation that, though. That might be kind of necessary different. to. Right. That's not the like, correction hey, we're talking about. No, I mean, it is It is to a degree, but it's more of an extreme level. Like, that's more like a, this is a very apparent situation that everyone sees that somebody just has to step up and say, you know, you need to maybe um, go for a walk. Or go home. <laughs> Take a breather. Or go Either home. way. Well, you know, okay. But um, no, in our in these types of corrections where someone said something they don't even realize is hurtful, they um, that's kind of one of the most common ones. Someone was... Um, being super negative and critical of another of a third party that wasn't there, um, you know, gossiping, things like that. Someone was promoting some kind of immorality and um, in, in a way that's not good. You know, most promoting of immorality is not good, right? But again, it, it's something that it's like, no, that's not the type of thing we want to really do here. It's This is also where it becomes important because our friends might not, like, recognize that what they're doing is not okay swearing is a great example you know it's generally good to have clean language um uh, generally you know there there are different types of swears and there's different types of but like generally like yeah you know what we just don't use that kind of language around here that's just not um hey you're probably not a bad and in, bad intention on your part not like you're trying to be malicious just we just try to keep the language a little different around here and this is where it's like that's if it's natural for you in other places and or at home it, you wouldn't even recognize that that's something that you're doing sometimes so and but even then like people friends might need like encouragement to grow from whatever their fault is or their defect that um they're struggling with and to kind of point it out can also and offer that correction can also encourage them to kind of reach that that maybe not goal i don't know how else to explain that but um to kind of overcome that and and take your correction into action sure 100 percent um fraternal correction in that sense is something that we need to um we need to be looking for right it's something that's and it, it takes actual effort and on our part too it takes effort because as you said it's usually worse for the person who has to say something than for the person having something said to them it's usually way worse it's way um, like, oh, I really, oh man, I don't want to do, which is helpful because when then it's, when we need to receive that gentle, you know, correction, we should realize that this is actually worse for the person saying it usually than the person, than me. <laughs> and so, so to, to receive these types of things, um, 
charitably, right? To, to receive it well is and not get defensive and not get just trying to explain all of this and, you know, but to, to really receive it well is important. And when we're offering this fraternal correction, it's also like good to just like be patient with our friends and like gentle. Like we're not going there. This is where it could be also different from critiquing. You're not going to be like, this is evil or bad or like what you're doing is like, I hate that you do that. Like, but rather it's like very gentle and very, um, what's it called? Like it, it's a uh, patient. You're patient with the other person. You're not like, if, especially if they're offering defense, um, and maybe like reacting a little bit negatively to whatever correction it is, you're patient with them and still, to try to not explain your point, but try to, to offer the correction that you, you intended to give them. Right. So you want to try to say these things in a way that is, is non-threatening, right? Non-abrasive. Not like, you did this and it was wrong. But like, hey, you know, uh, usually it could be like, well, you know, I, I don't know if you realize I, I was a bit offended when you, because now that's not, that is a, that's a statement about how I took something. That when you said that, you know, not like you said that and it was offensive, but rather I was offended when you said that. Like that, the I, that hurt. The I term that hurt me. changes. Um, I don't know if you realize, and I don't know if you realize it, but like that, that hurt me when you said that. Like I really was, was bothered by that and it, it really bugged me for a while. You know, you could say things like that where it's really, um, I'm not, and again, a little benefit of the doubt, you maybe didn't mean that to be the case, right? You didn't, you didn't mean for that to happen, but just re, you know, it's important to realize that when you say things like that, like, here's how that could be taken. And this also is where we're building our friendship up because it's not just about something you did, but rather like, it's also affecting me and maybe the friends around us too. And I want one to you to be a better friend but I also want to be a better friend too so how can I help you do that is there something that I said that offended you that made you say that comment or made you feel like you needed to say that comment so where it's not like yeah I don't know if, I don't know I don't know if I would immediately go into that type oh, of really? dialogue in in that moment I think it would be like I I was hurt I was offended by that um I just I want to clear the air like you know not like well is there something I said like it's not meant to turn into like a let's jointly correct or, each other yeah, yeah, yeah like we shouldn't we're not going to get like, I was wrong. Tell me where I was wrong so I can tell you where you were wrong. Like, I, I don't actually mm -hmm. think that that's helpful because that's not a thought out and prayed about correction that the other person would be offering. That would be almost cheapening it. Like, no, no, what what you did, was, if you think I need to be corrected, then you should correct me. And someone may volunteer that without without um Like apologizing? No, no, or, no. Well, what do you mean? So who's volunteering? So yet? look, I... um. Okay, you, you use the example of like bad, bad language, right? Um, just, just helpful. Like, hey, you know, you said those, those pretty, pretty bad words, and we just generally don't, um, uh, we don't, we don't use those types of words here. Well, Father, like you used it first. What I did? Like, yeah, you didn't realize. Like, you, you said that first. Oh, well, then I, I was wrong, <laughs> right? To say if, if that's how the conversation, I understand. Go. So it's kind of like. If I'm going to, it's pull the pull the beam out of your own eye before the splinter in your brother's eye, right? But there is something to that of like, so if the person says like, well, what well, what you did, actually, like you're more guilty of this than I am. Oh, okay, like that's a, um, that that's a legitimate retort that I would need to hear. Whereas you don't want it to be like like, hey, did I did I teach you those words? Like, did I? I see is there, mean, is there right? a reason? Like, don't make the person overthink about it. Like, hey. We just generally don't use that kind of language around here. So, 
you know, maybe you didn't mean it. Maybe it's not something you knew, but, um, but yeah, we, we like to keep the language a little bit cleaner. So, um, I just hope we can, um, you know, move forward doing that. Love, love, love you being around. We just really got to keep the, um, you know, that's the environment that we want to create here, um, to help build everyone up. Cause that's keeping it as correcting rather than trying to have this conversation. Yeah, it's not meant where... to be a conversation or a dialogue. I don't think, I, I don't think like sometimes it, it could be, but, but that's not the intention of correction. That's then. not the intention in, in this type of way. Right, that this is like no, there's something that's clearly wrong. We're not getting to like a moral relative type thing, or it's just something that's not in step with the with the with the way that we're we're trying to live, right? With the friendships we want to keep, with the positive and upbuilding tone. Um, so, yeah, that is um, that's that. No, that that makes sense. I also think that because with it makes more sense for correcting to be. Um, it makes it more like, as you mentioned earlier, a more intentional conversation where it's not just um, a, a conversation between people. So what would you do if someone negatively responded to correction? If, if, if someone would be like, well, I don't, I don't think you're right. Or, or maybe that if it is something very clearly that it's not morally okay, what would you kind of do in a situation if they didn't receive it well? Yeah, I, that becomes a different type of conversation. Does it? Like we could talk about it a little bit. You know, we can. Um, uh, I don't think those types of words are wrong. Yeah, I know, but it's just we just try. I I generally think in those senses you can you can use the the culture's moral relativism to your favor, where it's like we're not talking about whether this is objectively good or evil. We're just this is not the kind of language we really want to use here, right? Those aren't the type of jokes we want to make here. Not saying it's good or evil. All right. That that's not where I don't think people should be making those types of comments or jokes or things like that overall. But um but if you're not gonna agree with that, then we can at least start like, okay, well, let's just be a little different here. And let's let then the virtue of the environment that we create kind of shine and be the witness of the difference. And build that kind of in that environment. And I mean, at the end of the day, we're really just like instruments of Christ. Right. And that. if somebody totally rejects it, like, okay, well, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. We don't agree on this, but I just, yeah, it's, it is what it is. Kind of it, it. I mean, it's also like where that's like a reminder of like, we aren't doing this just because we want to, um, look like we're better than our friends or because we want to be proud of ourselves, but we're like essentially just instruments of Christ. And in that sense, we have to, um, not be afraid to offer that correction, but also not to be in our own heads about it. We're like, Oh, I did this such a great thing. No, rather like the Holy spirit probably really yeah. helped you there. <laughs> and then move on. Exactly. Then you just move on. Um, good. What, um, la last topic is, um, something we may even disagree on. And what's that? What? Okay. Well, um, Oh, cause I brought this up earlier with father, the con the outline I made, but, um, I was thinking of like, when when to offer correction and where with like certain relationships with people so like i think you should correct people your friends for sure but i don't think that there's a place to correct your like parents or a priest that's what i think though um i don't i don't see that i don't know i feel like it's not my place especially since father casey is not my friend right we uh regular reminder julia and i are not friends um that's father we, casey's the chaplain are, and i am a student we are not friends um right. no they're um 
it's a different type of relationship. St. Thomas Aquinas would say you could be friend parents could be friends with their children. Uh, we we should have a separate podcast about that one too. That should go on our notes of uh, new topics. I'll add it in, in this friendships um, when there's a difference in state or status, such as friendships between chaplains and students, friendships between parents and children, friendships because. Uh, Actually, there is a type of friendship, a type of friendship that exists, but, you but it's can't, not the same friendship. You can't as use like, the same friendship as as a peer friendship, right? There, so it it can be a friendship, but it's not a same friendship. Uh, it's not friendship used in the same way in all the same categories because there's not a shared vulnerability. There's not a shared openness. There is kind of a it's a one way thing, but it could be lived in a friendly way, right? Totally. So. Um, that being said, regular reminder, we're not friends. Um, regular reminder. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a line I, I like to share a lot around here. Just, hey, just so you know, we're not friends. Um, but there is, no, but there is, a, there is a way in which a friendship could exist in the difference of states and um, different roles. But it's an analogous friendship. It's not equivocal. It's not the exact same thing. It, it, so there could be a friendship. So we could be friends, but just in a different way. Then, then the term friendship would be used like between you and Sheila, right? right? It's a different type. Um, it's different because it's not a. It's not um, equal, equally um, open. I think. Yeah, I don't think that priests and parents are are beyond the realm of correction. I think that the correction needs to be different. I actually think at that point it's not a fraternal correction because there's no fraternity that exists. I love to tell um, people, there's sometimes people, including currently, who like to call me bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I think I used to call you dude. What? Yeah. You don't remember? No, I usually don't go for dude. Heather called, I used to say the word dude all the time. Heather called me dude once and got like super Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I can't believe I just called you dude. And um, I didn't even, I don't think I even noticed because it was in a context. It wasn't like, hey, dude. Like, no, it was like. Dude, that's not okay. All right, like it was mm-hmm. like it was an exclamatory dude, and not like a dude is actually my title. Some people <laughs> like to call me bro. Hey, bro, um, what's going on? And uh, unless you're a priest, that doesn't make sense. We're not. I'm not. We're not bros. Like I'm not your bro. Um, in fact, I'm not it, your bro. you're using a family <laughs> relation term, and there is a family relation term proper to me, <laughs> which is father. <laughs> you could call me. You know, you could. It's probably more proper to call me dude than bro. Oh, then maybe I called you bro in the past. I because I remember I was like, oh, I have to stop saying that. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember these things, and it's not in an elitist type way. It's not in a clerical type way. It's that there's a real relationship that exists that can be. Um, it can be. Can be. It should be lived in a friendly way, but there's also a particularity of the relationship that needs to be observed. So therefore, it would be a paternal correction, or, or I think what what would be termed a filial correction. It's a it's a uh, yeah, not a paternal paternal because the correction is re- regarding the person doing the correcting. So paternal correction would be uh, your father correcting you is a paternal correction, a maternal correction. Your mother correcting you for not picking up her call earlier. Oh no, I hope right? I- uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> she'll be okay. Um, how do you say uh oh in Polish? Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you say it with an accent? I don't know. Um, so a filial correction would be to correct a parent. And I would say in a spiritual relationship, to even correct a priest could be a filial correction. 
that it's it's not offered as a you must change this. We're not coming from a, a shared place. But it's helpful if someone says to me, like, hey, Father, you said that, and that was hurtful. <laughs> like, if, if I say something hurtful that's offensive, I would hope that the person I say it to would tell me about that <laughs> and not just be like, oh, that's Father. He's allowed to do that. Like, that's, that's clericalism. That's bad. If I'm above reproach, that's bad, right? That's not okay. I should be as open to correction as anyone else. It's just a different tone with which you do it. Although I wouldn't go to like a random church and if I saw something that I didn't think was okay, I wouldn't say anything to the priest, especially if that's not a parish I go to normally. And so I if it's don't not have a parish, a you go, right. With them. Okay, but there you go. So it's, a, it's oh, but then I don't rooted in relationship. Them, you don't have a relationship. That's true. So, so you know, there's a, there's a spiritual relationship that exists just on the count of holy orders, but you don't have a real um, filial, a daughterly relationship to, to, that, um, to that priest. And so, therefore, you you could say something, maybe, but you, there's no relationship there. Whereas, if you said to me, like, Father Casey, you said this and that, that was really hurtful when you said that. Like, I'd be mortified. I'd be so, like, oh, no. Oh, dear. Like, I, I what did I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way, you know? Like, that would be something that would actually hurt my paternal heart much more. Uh, I think. And it's not rooted in friendship. It's rooted in paternity, right? It's rooted in the, the different, um, that, that kind of different type thing. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. But I don't know. I still have, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, so if I think about my parents, I'm not going to tell them how to raise their kids either, though. That's not a correction I would ever give to them. So the only, the only real correction I could give them is something that they said hurt me or if something you said hurt me. But there's not like, I, I don't know, I wouldn't. Why, if, you, if, if, if one of your parents um, was doing something objectively bad for them, like objectively bad for them, if I was doing something objectively bad for me, even if it didn't personally hurt you because it's not something verbal, like you wouldn't say something? I wouldn't know what I would do in that situation. If I, would hope. If I just got hooked on meth, a, a, you would like you wouldn't be like, Father, you really shouldn't do that. I would probably talk to a, a just different to priest find, about it, I, and then I would I, I would ask what to do. Okay, and the different priest would probably say, "You should go tell him not to do that. Meth is bad. Meth is bad." <laughs> I mean, like I guess in that situation, that that is the most charitable thing to do is to correct, but that's such an extreme. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully priests using meth is a pretty extreme thing that is not really rooted in much reality. Let's hope, but um, but no, I would I would hope that you would be like someone needs because uh, like I said, it's clericalism. If it's like, oh, can't, don't don't can't yeah. say anything to Father. He's perfect. He could do whatever he wants. No one can correct him. So that's, when do that's bad? When that's do you terrible. stop giving? The why? Why do you hate my soul? <laughs> I don't hate your soul. Like that, when... <laughs> that. My soul needs correction, right? There's something to that, and I have a spiritual director who's willing to give me good, tough advice. I have brother priests that are willing to correct me in a fraternal way, and I'm, you know, willing to correct them in a fraternal way. So that's there's a there's a fraternal correction that can happen there. But there also needs to be something of like they don't see me every day, <laughs> and so so I don't know. But wouldn't my correction be way less than in like often in in occurrences? Oh yeah, oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's not like a daily thing. Like, oh, Father Casey, your homily was a little long today. But, <laughs> but like, Father Casey, you know, like mass is at eight o'clock, and most of us have class at eight thirty-five, and you consistently preach for like 
15 minutes and um we have we, to we go to school we can't, we can't like we're we're regularly and you know something like that like that is a that thank you for telling me i didn't know that i'm trying to think there was something uh, there's a priest i know i won't say who but he um he regularly says he said that and it's so much like if somebody said that to me i'd be mortified and he means it in a way of like he would really like take it to heart like i didn't realize that i'm very sorry you know I, whereas so many people you know sometimes unfortunately priests will be like well i'm gonna give whatever homily i want and that like why do you love your school more than you love god and this is impiety on your part and da 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 i like no like if doesn't you, the correction become completely different at that point oh yeah now you're being a clericalist jerk Right, Father, stop being a and then insert words that we don't use around here. Um, oh my golly! <laughs> no, but that there is something to um, to like, you know, I'd, I'd be mortified if if you know that type of like I didn't if I don't even realize that what I said was offensive or that what I'm doing is inconsiderate, and that priests need to need people to oh, respectfully, lovingly, but um, with real. Um, really bring it to someone's attention and people here have done that for me that's it's, really good that's awesome so um yeah i didn't i i guess it's because i'm thinking of it as it is fraternal correction and i'm like you can't do that to your parents or priests right, but it's filial not fraternal. correction right filial makes respectful kind of but offering like yeah this is um not um you know and again it's a different type thing where it's not like I'm imputing right or wrong, guilt or not. But, you know, definitely if it's like you said something that hurt me, absolutely. I don't think that doing this or that is is the most productive way to do that or, like, you're not being considerate of these different things that are going on. I, I think that can be that can be said. But it's said in a way that's not expecting it's a done conversation. Like like with fraternal correction where it's like, okay, I'm going to say this and conversation's done. We could all just move on. Like there is a bit more of a chance to well, actually, what what's happening here is X Y Z. I see. Right? So, so there is can... a bit more of a chance for a response, I think, in a filial correction. But that's because that's that parental part where you kind of not authority. It could, it could but then like... be instructive of like, well, this is why that happens, you know. So there's a bit more openness to like maybe I don't see the whole thing. That makes sense. That's a very interesting. I didn't. I've never seen it in a. Well, that's because I always think we're not friends. So, and like also with parents, like they're your parents, you have to have respect. I think Barrett criticized me for continuing to say that we're not friends. So we have to. Um, she maybe corrected me. So that's oh, why. How I'm do a, what do I say I'm instead? A, I don't know. I think it's a helpful thing to say because most people just take friends in. But because parents can have a friendship with their children, there is a degree of friendship. Because I would also say that missionaries would engage, would be involved in a certain sense of the one-sidedness of those friendships and so far while they're on mission at a particular campus in regard to their relationships to students. I do think that there's a little bit of that one-sidedness as well, maybe a little less because there's not the difference in state in the in life. But there is a um, there is a degree to which they are. And so I think that'll be a cool topic to talk about maybe next time is is friendships when there's a difference of degree should probably go study a little bit about what saint thomas says of whether parents could be friends with their children could you okay so well maybe you would have to look into what saint thomas says but could friends parent children be friends with their parents oh yeah you're saying oh very much so parents Parents can be friends with their children and then children no children can be friends with their parents absolutely they can you know as long as there's a proper respect for authority 
children can absolutely consider their parents friends. There's a lot of people that say, like, my mom or my dad is my best friend. Oh, yeah, totally. I've heard but that I, before. But I don't think that that goes both ways, where then the mom or dad should say, like, my son or my daughter is my best friend, right? I, I actually don't think it should go both. It's not reciprocal in that same way. So we'll have to look into that. And talk about it next time we talk. Sounds like a Which, good topic. Who knows when that will be because we're in a little bit of an archive situation here. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. But um, great. Well, Julia, any last thoughts on this? No, I think it's a great topic, though. Well, we covered it all and we're over a half hour. So yeah. Uh, oh, from, no, we're not really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, so from here at St. Francis Catholic, I'm Father Casey. And I'm Julia. God bless. <laughs>